0: it's time for who's to blame the podcast i am your host Dre montez and welcome to st louis organics presents who's to blame the podcast episode 519 if you're listening on any of the social media platforms, podcasting platforms, thank you so much. If you're tuned in and watching our live version on our Facebook page, who's to blame? Twitter at W2BDremontes or YouTube, Dre Montez. Thank you so much. Nice round of applause for you. But don't forget to check out our website at www.dremontez.com. We have high fives in the building all over the place chest bump let's hug it on out and I hug this thing on out get in there for the real thing oh there you go i think a good hug goes away it's like a pat on the rump when you're leaving a house if you live with a loved one you know you have a live-in partner and they pat you on the tush have a good day baby you know it goes a long way it goes a long way a hug and a good old Pat on the old tush. It was a long way for you for sure. If you're celebrating a birthday today, happy birthday to you. If you're celebrating an anniversary, happy anniversary to you. If you just had a kid, congratulations. If you just start living with someone and this is your first time or the fact you're doing it again, we hope it all works out for you. Got our best interests at heart. We just want you guys to be happy. That's all it's about. If you're purchasing a vehicle for the first time, been working hard for it, you're getting what you want, and you're not doing it with tax money because you're going to keep the damn car past 30 days. Whatever you go. We're rooting for you. And I think the way this weather has been going here, I think we're all in a good mood. That includes Willie and I. Willie and I getting it in, getting it in for sure. And we do have our affirmations for the day. We're gonna let it go. Ignore them. Give it time. Don't compete. Stay calm. It's on you. And laugh. You gotta do that. That laughing is key. You know, you can just brush shit off, you know, with a good laugh. <laughs> yeah, keep it on moving. You're not getting to me today, not today. I tell you what we can do today. We can prepare you for tax season. As we know, most of you like to wait until the last minute. Unlimited taxes and more. Give them a call today at 844 563 1040. Again, it's 844 563 1040. Stop by their location in Central West End, 709 North Euclid. Get it done today. I'm trying to help you out, okay? Trying to help you out. You know, so if you're in the Oklahoma, the Texas area, certain Pro Painters are here to serve you for sure. Shout out to Oklahoma City and the crew and the boys. It is time to get the band back together. You know, as you get older, people scatter out. You know, they're not running away from you. There's another whole world out here to see. There's another part of life to see. And you live it and you see it the best way you can. But you keep that communication going and you always make it a way or a possibility of getting back together with your boys, your crew, your girls, them motherfuckers. And it feels good to have that connection, you know. People have families, different jobs, scheduling conflicts, interests. Social media just people grow and evolve. They're not doing it to be different. It's just how life turns out to be. And I think that makes me get on this next episode here at 519 of who's to blame the podcast of is it still fun meaning to watch sports is it still hold that excitement it did when you first got involved in the watching sports or playing sports or being around it is, does it still feel the same on this way back Wednesday I'm reminiscing of the times we thought and figured that the athletes, the people in the box and the television were just unreal motherfucking people. They're in here playing something that we play in the backyard or in the schoolyard or on the sandlot, whatever it may be, but they're doing the same thing we're doing, but they're on TV. And we wanted to be there with them. Then we we wanted to be right there with them. We started mimicking them, putting on clothes around the house, trying to dress like them. From body language to the way they wore their uniform, and we, we were just invested in all of this. But there's a turning point. I do believe when you play sports, when you coach it, when you support a child. And of course, when you participate in it and just watching, just observing, I think it all has a turning point. You see a different version of it from a different way that you never thought you would see it. And then you stand back and you sit back and you wonder why, damn, what's wrong with me? Why am I looking at it this way? Why am I making it bigger than what it is? Why can't I just appreciate for what's in front of me? But that's the, the evolvement and the evolution of the game and you as a growing individual. You're growing to want more from the game and there's nothing wrong with that. But we keep growing with the game and so does our knowledge, our understanding, our appreciation. I value efforts to attend these games, to buy some merch, to let the team or player know, hey, you're my team. You're my favorite player. We go way beyond the call of duty when it comes to that. But then another change sets in. Now we find out things in sports we never thought we wanted to know, and we find out about it, and it doesn't go well. We learn that athletes have a personal life. We find out how much money they make, what type of house they live in. What they parents look like—they let us know all of this. And at the same time, we're saying, "I said, what are we supposed to do with this information when it comes to us just watching and appreciating the particular sport that we into? Following our favorite player, following our favorite team—what does that have to do with this?" And we keep going and keep trying to force that on us to make it fucking matter. And now you at a point you're sitting back and you're looking down on this sport you used to just love to be around and a part of and feel like it would be no other greater feeling than to watch it or play this particular sport. And now you're at a point where I think the information is just too much. Is it still fun? Who's to blame for that? For taking away the fun from the game by letting us know too much. Way too young. I didn't know I didn't need to know that about my favorite player team at 15 years old. At 21, I don't know, I don't need to know they're into the same things I'm into. They've given us way too information, too much information to care about a particular team or sport or player. We know way too much than we need to know. Think about it, way back yesterday, way back Wednesday thought, back in the day when I was a kid, but I'm not a kid anymore, I used to sit and reminisce about these days. When we just rooted for the player and the team, wasn't that fun? But now we know how much money they make, who they married to, their side chick, the school the kids go to, are the other kids going to be worth the fuck in a particular sport? Why are y'all still together? Why are you doing this? Stop going to the strip club. Why did you sign that contract? Cut him. That's too much money. Why is he your agent? We're doing all that. Just a cheer for the team and the player. But back in the day, what's this cheer for the team and the player? And boom. But now we bring all extra shit in there. For what reason? To no avail. What are we getting out of this by knowing all of that information? I appreciated it more when I didn't know a fucking thing. But now you want us to compartmentalize all that. Build that and put that over here. Put that over here. And put that over here and still agree to all these rules and regulations just to watch again the way we used to with love and appreciation we can't do it it's become improbable not impossible improbable i don't know how do we how do we go back to less information more excitement more fan engaging opportunity Because sitting back now, whether it's the NBA and all the beefing that's been going on, on the court with teammates, off the court on social media, IG and Twitter, for what? Not every team is going to go to the playoffs. Only one team can win the ship. Of all that beefing going on, who really stands the upper hand and winner out of that scenario when it comes to the NBA? Not one. Not one. They told us in the past two weeks they only care about the postseason. Well, now is the time. But I think the overall statement of this segment, do you still watch? Is it still fun to watch? I enjoy it, but the enjoyment is different now then I tried to block out the noise of knowing too much information. I used to be around like the TMZ of these athletes and I got to a point, I don't care. I don't care who you're sleeping with. Get as much ass as you can before you get married. That's my best advice. If you're married and you're going to cheat, don't get caught. Boom. But if you want to play this game, and then get married afterwards? Okay, treat your body right. Take care of your body. Know the do's and don'ts. There's more information out there now than it was 30 years ago to help today's athlete. There's more information out there today for us as fans and the media to harm today's athlete. Who's to blame for that? I want to go back to the purest form. I want to go back to looking at those guys and women in that box known as the TV saying, damn, that's some fascinating shit. But not thinking about the fact that this man has not been playing for damn near three months because his best friend slash business partner slash agent got two kids with his wife. We don't need to know that. I don't care if you're at the strip club at three in the morning. Can you play? Can Can you play? I was told this a long time ago. If you cannot play, don't come off the porch. If you can't go out and play, don't go to work. You can't handle it. If you can't play and get your ass up and go to work, you shouldn't go out. In IR, in real life, people. If you can't go out here three, four times a week and show the work up on time, you shouldn't go out. If your lifestyle is taking over your job in a bad way, you need to change your lifestyle. It goes the same way for these first-timers getting this money on the athletic world. Before we knew how much they made, we just thought they were in a United Way commercial at halftime doing a Pepsi. Maybe a beer commercial. But being on the battle of the network stars, that's about it. Now they're doing way too damn much. And you want us to believe with all these rules and regulations and different collecting bargaining agreements, how are you supposed to work out and get better in this game? They're limiting that. So who's going to win this whole situation on having the enjoyment of watching and continue to watch sports. We know the game is changing and evolving, but I get that. But the gist of the game itself has to, does it have to be that different as it is now? As a person that loves sports to the fullest, I give you my undivided attention each and every time, but I feel the past five years, we're missing each other on this one-on-one conversation. It's like I'm not getting any eye contact. You're not listening to my ideas, what I'm bringing to the table. You're telling me there's a box to put my comments in and my ideas. But no one's going in a box to go in and read anything. Hello, America. Who's to blame for that? There has to be a common ground on information that there has to be. If we can limit how much information that we want people to know about us, I kind of think the same thing needs to be done for athletes. I don't want to know all of that. I really don't, because it makes us question what's going on on the field. You never heard in the 70s and 80s, well, I wonder what's going on with in Tom Brunansky's life that he can't concentrate on hitting a curveball. You never heard that. Never heard that. But today, we hear about everything else other than the particular sport that they're playing. I, I like the story of falling in love with the particular sport, I love that. Why you wear that number, I love that. Why are you going to that school and university? I love that. And you make it there and you turn around and you thank everybody, I like that. But that other shit, can we pause? I don't care who you dated in high school. Don't care. How many baby mamas you got? None of, I don't care. Do you want to play ball? Do you know what's expected of you? Are you prepared mentally and physically? If those are all head nod yeses, let's go. If there's any doubt, don't do it. Because the information is out there for you to find out right now if you want to do this thing or not. One thing's for sure, the media is not going to let up on your ass. Whether you're good or bad, criticism is coming. It's coming. You can get your dirt on your flowers. Just look at its growth because they ain't fertilizer. Hello, America. Who's to blame? But the original discussion, is it still fun knowing what you know now about sports? as opposed to when you were a kid, just watching sports. That's a big difference. There is a big difference. You know, I never thought about thinking about an announcer's wife or of announcer's cheating when they go to commercial break. I never thought about that shit. What's in the cup, what they drinking on the sideline, what he put in that towel up his nose. I never thought about that shit, but now I'm thinking about this because they go through trials and tribulations like we do. Athletes have a bad day. They're in fucked up relationships. Not all their wives and kids like them. One of their family members is stealing from them. Don't want them to do well. And they have to go out there and listen to the BS that we're doing and the media and our weird ass signs and go out here and produce. Now that part of me, I don't like. I shouldn't think that much about the performance of an athlete. I guess that's the human side of me that I'm thinking that, hey, everybody can have a bad day, is what you do with your tools and your resources to help you get through that. That's another thing I look at. You should be prepared for this shit. If you play in Philadelphia or you're from Philly, you have to know those fans are shitty as hell. They booed Santa Claus. Let me tell you, they did the baseball game yesterday in Philly. They gave out free $1 hot dogs. That was over a two hour wait. Guess what Philly fans did with the hot dogs? They threw them at each other. Oh, come on, man. Philly, you're better than that. Who's to blame? Who's to blame? But again, I'm not telling you to run away from sports or don't watch it again. It's just a different look and scenario once you know the things that you know as you get older and you still follow and love sports. When you learn the money side of sports, it really pisses you off. The political side of sports, no one wants to talk about it. And that dark side, the racism in sports. Oh, they won't talk about that. They're either duty. But who's to blame? I'm still enjoying watching sports and talking about it and even going to the live games. But sitting back, just watching, has made me really, really think. I'm Dre Montez, and thank you for tuning into our podcast, Who's to Blame, episode 519. And until next time, kids, I'll holler at you, as they say in the hood. Two turns don't make a right, they make a left turn. Until next time, peace.